0: Welcome to the Mind, Body, and Life podcast. My name is Sam.
1: And I'm Reese. We are the Health Guys. Our mission is to change the way the world perceives health. We want to show you that there is a much simpler and more sustainable way for you to build a body that you feel confident and proud of.
0: Yo, hey guys. So welcome to the Demand More podcast. We still haven't changed the intro, just realized. (laughs) So, uh, you you know, maybe not the most important thing, but there we go. Um, So today we're going to talk about the one most important thing to consider or to acquire when trying to get in shape. Like this one thing will genuinely change your entire life. And I think it's kind of the un- said thing now, just before we jumped on this, we said it said everywhere. and I was like i I think it might be. however, it's one of those things that it's easy to look at and be told, but it's hard to implement and hard to, you know keep going with, I guess. and that one thing is pretty boring, <laughs> and it's not some sexy you know, secret that is going to absolutely help you master your body, mind, and life?
1: I think it's said everywhere. What we're going to talk about and reveal, it's said everywhere, but what it means for each individual is very different. This one thing means something different for me. It means something different for Sam. And it also means something different for every client that we've ever coached because everybody's life looks different. So although it is said everywhere, we're going to share an approach on it today, that will hopefully help you see it in a different light and show you a way that you can implement it into your life as well.
0: Yeah. So what that thing is, is consistency. Okay. Now don't switch off the podcast because it's it's important. It's (laughs) really easy to know that and just think, cool, you know, that's actually quite easy. All I need to do is just do the same things day in, day out, and I will get there, which is very, very true. But that's kind of like the, the, how how to achieve consistency, right? I think that's where a lot of the stuff out there fails to tell you. And something that is really important is to understand how to achieve consistency. And yes, of course, it is just doing the same things. But then everyone that I speak to, every man, every woman who I speak to who wants to get in better shape, who wants to you know get fit, strong, and healthy, they're not consistent. They they will be consistent for a few weeks, but then it can take them, you know, for one reason or uh, another. Uh, uh, or another they then fall off the wagon whether that's a life stressful event a personal event or um just a case of you know some good events coming up they might then struggle to get back on track it could take days to start again it could take weeks to start again it could even take months and years to start again i know clients like that have been in um you know we've chatted through them with that
1: another thing that i that we believe obviously prevents people from building consistencies, like where they place a success metrics. If people feel like they've been going to the gym, like you said yourself, eating healthy, getting good sleep, drinking the water for a couple of weeks. And a lot of people, of course, that we've worked with in the past have placed all the self-worth and all the success metric on the scales. So they've had a couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks of being consistent in all those actions I've mentioned, but the scales don't move. So it's like having the ability, even then, when the scales don't go your way, if the scales are your success metric, to still continue to do the work. Like the only reason that I'm saying this now, it pops up head because yesterday I put up a story. We have a client called Sammy inside the program. um, And I looked at her weight loss graph yesterday and I put it up in my story. For anyone um, who didn't see my story yesterday, the graph, like from where she started, it comes down the weight, then it goes up, then it comes down, then it goes up, then it comes down. And then around Christmas time, um, she put on weight that took her probably back to the weight she was at about six weeks prior. Then she's back on track. It's come down even further. And today, yesterday, when we checked her weight loss graph, her weight had hit the lowest it's ever been since she's been in the program. She's been in the program six months now. Um, and it's just like having that perspective as well. Like, can you keep showing up? Can you keep consistency through challenge when the results don't go your way? And ultimately, when it is easier to go back to old habits and routines because you feel like you're not being out of progress.
0: Yeah, like when you think about that journey that Sam's gone through, she has had periods of inconsistency which she has admitted to she is eating she has eaten more crap food at times like especially around you know just after christmas like she struggled to get back into the routine that she was in before christmas and that's how the weight goes back on but if you take a bigger perspective and zoom out instead of just looking at the singular events she's probably been consistent 80% of the time that she's been with us. And that's what, again, that's the first layer of this is that you do not need to be consistent 100% of the time. If you are consistent 80% of the time, you're still going to get there. Like if if you're only consistent 50, don't get me wrong, that's not going to work. Like 50% is effectively, you know, crap. But obviously most of the time, as long as you're consistent, most of the time, say 80, 90%, I'd I'd be pushing higher than 80%. But if you are, then you're going to achieve... know what you want
1: i think it's also about understanding when you're starting out as well when you're first trying to get in shape you know you've got a lot of habits that are well ingrained in you that have gotten you to the position that you're in to the point of thinking do you know what i really need to get in shape i really need to change this like you have to have compassion towards yourself as well and know that initially when you are rebuilding your lifestyle essentially like you are going to have these setbacks it is going to be difficult to stay consistent you are going to have more temptations like i mentioned on my story a while ago like your subconscious will will apply stress and emotion to you to see if you will crack under that pressure and opt for the foods you know you shouldn't be eating, the foods that are going to pull you away from your goals, to skip that workout. You know, it's so easy in this high stress, high emotion state, high emotional state to not do what you know you should be doing. And that's a big thing that we need to be aware of as well. Like the more we make good positive choices that are aligned with who we want to be and where we want to go, the easier it then gets to make these decisions on a consistent basis. So Going back to this consistency thing, it's important that you know that when you are first starting, you are going to have these challenges and you do need to show compassion. And with that said, what needs to happen is when you're starting out, you have to have a step by step action plan. And I emphasize step by step. The reason most people that we've spoken to prior to joining the program can't achieve consistency is because right from the off, right from the off, they are doing what they think they should be doing in the long term, so hitting the gym five times a week, eating all healthy food, like you have to condition yourself step by step. You can't just go from all one way and switch it upside down completely to the other way. It has to be something that is progressive, right? Like your training program. For us, we know when you start a new training program, you can't just go to gear six. You start slow, week on week, progressive overload, you get stronger, you get fitter. you get more athleticism. And you get better at that program. And this is the same with the umbrella of health. Like to be in good shape, it has to be progressive, it has to be step by step. And the more you make those good positive choices on behalf of the future self, the behalf of the person you want to become, the easier it then gets to make those decisions on a consistent basis. Like, I'm not disputing that it's difficult. It is difficult getting started. Of course, it is. You know, we're conditioned to a certain way. I've been overweight, Sam's been overweight. We know how difficult it is to start making changes, but it's about starting small, and then with time, you invest more effort into yourself, more time into yourself, more energy into yourself, more money into yourself. Like It's about having that step-by-step process, starting small and being compassionate towards yourself.
0: Perfect example of progressive overload or starting small and getting bigger and the reason why i say this is because i think a lot of people may have tried it or definitely have heard of it is couch to 5k now the reason why it makes it so so like so what it right now the target of losing 10 to 15 kilos building muscle and strength and gaining confidence might be quite overwhelming even though it's something that you really want to do it might be quite overwhelming and stopping you from getting there. Just as say running a 5k might be for some of our people now, or it could be running a 10k half marathon. It doesn't matter what that is or what the goal is. It, it can feel overwhelming. But the reason why couch to 5k works so well is because it starts off so, so easy. Yes, you're going to be running 5k, but people are like, I actually don't know. because. But say they, they get you to run five minutes or it's like a walk for one minute, run run for one minute walk. And they're like, Bloody hell, that's achievable. Like, and so that's what you have to do. You have to first start off with things that are achievable, and then guess what? You achieve that. You then gain more confidence, more motivation, results as well, which then spur more of all that, and you get into a positive loop and cycle where you want to do more, and you keep wanting to do more. Quite often, people look to their friends at some person or man who is like this guy who's doing triathlons, Ironmans, or whatever like that, like. Like it's just crazy, like, you know, and all this. And they're looking up to this these people, but forgetting but that they could do that too. Like consistency is probably one of the things that that person has a, has gone. And again, use that use that simple approach of starting small, like and gaining. For me, training for an ultra, um, especially like, you know, I'm looking to do an 80 kilometer one, which um I'm not a runner. So that's is a is a freaking lot. And even if you are a runner, it can be quite a lot. Um But if I kept thinking about that, which, you know, I do on occasion, when I do, it just feels like I'm never going to achieve that. But I just focus every week on building my distance, building how much I'm running, building my fitness, building my strength. Like, I will eventually get there, just as I did for my last ultra.
1: By the way, an 80-kilometre run, when you said that then, it made me want to just melt into this chair. (laughs) 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 No offence, and I know how hard you're working to get in shape for this 80-kilometre run. I personally can't think of anything worse. I imagine the accomplishment will be amazing at the end, but me running 8K, 0.8 pay a minute, I'm like, 80K, man, my knees hurt thinking about it.
0: <laughs> the thing is, it is a challenge for me. Of course, it's a bit of a tangent, but like one of my goals this year was to raise as much money for the Brain chat charity as possible. So, when you do something like that, it then becomes not about you and about someone else. And like when you're in the depths of absolute destruction, <laughs> halfway through an ultra or three quarters of way through an ultra, which it was last time, you kind of think about that and you're like, I've you know, there's far there's people in far worse positions than me right now. I think it's a perfect time to
1: mention as well around that consistency thing. Obviously, Sam and I worked at Pure Gym together all those many moons ago. And I remember when we first started working at Pure Gym, it was a bit of a buzz. Like, it was when the first 5K kind of like, there was a trend, weren't there, for a while of doing 5Ks. And just to put into perspective, Sam and I were those people as well at Pure Gym. We used to do a 5K here and there. So on that spot, um, talking about consistency here as well, like four years ago, Sam was, four or five years ago, Sam was doing 5Ks. And here he is now, four years later, five years later, preparing for an 80k. He's not. He wouldn't have been able to do that had he not been consistent with running. Like obviously, he's had periods where he's not ran, but over the course of that five years, he's been relatively consistent, and therefore now he's in a position where he's gone from running five k and struggling to being able to prepare himself to for eight for 80k, which is absolutely mind blowing. And and that is that thing like consistency. Like you have to start small. Because when you start small, like Sam just said, like you reaffirm that you can do it, you get results, you add, you get more, you get a buzz, you you know, you, you, you want to spend more time, effort and energy on it because you're feeling better doing it. Like it's hard getting started, but if you can be consistent and make commitments, micro commitments that are in alignment with your lifestyle. We spoke about this so many times, like if you are a runner, for example, or you want to get into running, Like saying that I really want to get into running, I'm gonna lose some weight, like and you don't run at all right now, like jumping straight into five runs, you're gonna be burnt out. You're gonna feel like shit, it's not gonna go well. Like just do one 10-minute run this week or two 10-minute runs this week, and then add a little bit on week on week on week until you're in a position where you're like, shit, I feel fit, I feel I feel good, I'm losing weight, I feel light, I feel athletic, feel good. And when you start to get those feelings. The consistency isn't something so much you have to think about. It's something that just happens because of how it makes you feel.
0: Yeah, I started my first ever run since school, probably like legit, because I hated running because I was terrible at it. Long distance anyway, was one mile on the treadmill. And I remember in pure gym. And then the next year I ran a half marathon. So like, again, I was so proud genuinely of myself that I managed to run one mile on the treadmill. Like it genuinely felt like a cr- ridiculous achievement. And so like, again, it's all levels, isn't it? It's not, you know, doesn't 5k is a great goal, you know? And again, you're going to level up just like our client, Sam, we were on about earlier. She she started off a couch to 5k at the end of last year. Then she's just done a 10k race. Now she's aiming for a half marathon race, right? And that's how she's built it up over the last sort of six to eight months. Um, And the the second or third, I don't know what we're on now, but goes with that building up is that you you need a plan that's clear, concise, and is obviously going to get you to your goals, but you understand then what you're going to do every single day within that plan. You know, it's great to have a goal, but we need to focus on the process, not the outcome. And so setting those realistic expectations we've talked about, especially to begin with and building up and going through the gears of like, yeah. Cool. What's the most important thing to do right now? Well, it's probably get eating high quality nutrition. Okay. Making sure you know exactly what high quality nutrition to eat, but making sure that's in alignment with your lifestyle. So if you want to eat out, if you want to have a takeaway, you know, you can again managing that effectively. And then training, you know, which will again making sure that it's perfect for you. If if you are if time is an issue and getting to the gym, getting changed doing your workout, getting changed again, going back home or back to work. It takes a lot of time, right? It's not just as simple as the half hour, 40, 60 minutes you spend in the gym. It's all that extra traveling time as well. So what happens if you, okay, we'll do get some dumbbells and work out at home three times a week. Like that's perfectly okay. And you can build a lot of strength, a lot of muscle, a lot of fitness with doing stuff at home as well. Like again, if you can get to gym, perfect, you know, which doesn't always need to be the most optimal thing but it's just what's realistic for your lifestyle and your expectations right now. Again, this might change over time, but what it's 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 more important to think in the present than the future, right? And then the, the best laid plans, the best information, the best knowledge, the best tools are only going to get you so far because there's still one thing missing. And with consistency, this is, for me, the most important thing that goes hand in hand with it that is going to get you to be consistent because just like we've we have said this analogy a few times, I think, but just like when you first start to learn to drive a car, right? You you have to concentrate on it so much. You also need someone else there to help teach you, right? You can't just jump in a car by yourself and think, you know, I mean, maybe an automatic now, but you, you can't really still. You need to learn a lot of stuff, you know, like the the highway code maybe a little bit and all that sort of stuff. And you need someone that will help you learn how to drive and you also need to concentrate so much more when you're driving. And, you know, I was, I was reflecting a little bit on this just to keep going with the car analogy. A lot of men mostly are so bad at asking for help because they don't know whether it's an ego thing or a pride thing or a competitive thing that they just want to be able to say that I got to this point by myself. And it's funny because something that you always see as a perfect example of this is, of course, excluding the car mechanics out there or the people who know stuff about it. When you your car breaks down or there's something wrong with it, you always see the man popping the bonnet up and having a good look inside the bonnet. And he has literally zero idea of anything to do with cars but he's still going to have a look and try and see if he knows what's wrong and fix it by himself, even though he's waiting for the breakdown guy. Um, And that's always a perfect example of this, that everyone needs help. Okay. And especially, and so I haven't even said what it is. It's an accountability and it's holding yourself accountable to other people. And that's something like driving a car. You need to, first of all, have that accountability first and foremost, whether that's for 90 days, six months, 12 months, whatever that is. And then, You might be okay to go on the basics alone. There's still some advanced stuff that you might, you know, need. And I always say that, you know, you need a coach in some form or some way. We both have coaches, right? And, you know, like people accept it in certain situations, like jujitsu, perfect example. You wouldn't just go, I'm just going to start, I'm just going to go to uh, put myself in for a jujitsu competition. You just accept that you're going to need a teacher, right? Before that, to teach you some stuff before you do your first competition. Yet with getting in shape, people are just like, oh, I I can do it by myself. But then the most frustrating thing that I see is year in year out, we speak to people that we've spoken to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years ago that are still in the same position, yet still will not accept the help. And that's a different story. But just accept that you need the help. And especially as a man, it's okay. Like, you need the accountability to get you through stuff and hold you to a higher standard than you hold yourself and demand more from yourself.
1: People don't have the time or money to do it right, but they always have the time and money to do it again.
0: Exactly, you know? And you, you can have the best plan. We could give you the best plan that you want, that you, that you could ever have. Someone else could give you the best plan that you could ever have, but that doesn't mean you're going to go away and do it. Like The
1: accountability comes in, like, because this is, this is human nature. Like human nature is, we do second guess ourselves. We do question ourselves. Like having that accountability there, like Sammy, for example, the thing I put on my story with her is like so many people replied to my story saying that would have been tough. I would have honestly struggled to stay on track. Like if you'd have seen that graph and seen the weight dropping up, down, 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 up, and then quite a long period of going up, up, up before it then took a massive drop down, like without, coaches there to put their arm around her shoulder and say, look, like, you just got to keep showing up. You've got to stay consistent. These are the action steps. These are the tweaks we need to make. Like, keep going because you have to be process-focused. You have to just focus on the actions you take daily. Like, so many people turned around and said to me, I'd struggled to stay consistent through that period. And this is why we need coaches because even Sammy said she probably would have given up had she not had coaches like us there to keep her accountable when things weren't going her way. It's having a yeah. coach
0: to coach you through the experience, right? Because you've never been able to do it before. and But yet, recent and I have, and we've helped countless others do that. So it's about understanding that you need that coach to coach you through a tough time, whether that is just simply that you're eating a load of crap or there is a big stress going on in your life.
1: And I believe strongly, we believe strongly that like, it's where you value your willingness, obviously apart from stubbornness and ego, like Sam just mentioned, like your willingness to reach out for help. Like it always blows my mind that it all, your willingness to reach out for help outside of ego, I believe is down to, I forgot I was going to say, a lost of child, but anyway, point I was going to make prior to that is like, if your boiler breaks, you call the boiler man, you call a plumber. If your car breaks down, you call a mechanic. If you chip a tooth, you go to the dentist. When your mental and physical well-being is not good, we Google the answers. It, like, blows my mind. And just remember the part I was going to make, like, outside of ego and stubbornness, it's the value you place on your health. If you if your car brought that, and this, and this is okay. This is okay. Like, we're not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't value. But if you don't value your health right now, then that's okay. But accept that as a decision and your current condition in health is a byproduct of that. If you are willing to go and get your car looked after, looked at when it breaks down, because you value your car, you value what it brings to your life, you value that you can commute to and from work, you value that you can go socialise. Like if your boiler breaks down, you value being warm in your house, your children being warm, you're having hot water to be able to have a shower. If your tooth breaks, you value having nice teeth. Like that's okay. You go and get help because you value it. The reason people don't get help with the health when they've been suffering for five, six, seven, eight years, like Sam just said, it's simply because they don't value it. And we're not here to tell you that you should and shouldn't value it. Our job as coaches is to help you understand and share a different perspective on what valuing your health will bring to your life, not just your life, your people that mean the most to you, your colleagues, your family members, all of those people that we cannot tell you you should value your health. We value our health because we know how good it makes us feel. Our clients now value the health because they know how much better they feel every day. So, um, bear that in mind, please, when you're making these decisions. Like, if you're not getting help with your health and you and you you truthfully are unhappy, like, think about what you can attach it to as value. A perfect example of of this is like we've worked with parents in the past who knew that the result of their health, the consequence of their poor mental and physical well-being, meant that they weren't the parent they thought they could always be. They weren't able to go and run around in the park. They weren't able to strip the clothes off and go swimming in the pool on holiday. They didn't have the energy to keep up with the kids. They wasn't being a role model. Like they didn't value their own health, but they did value their children and what their children thought of them and the upbringing they were able to give the children and the habits they would give onto the children and the memories that the children would have from them growing up. So it's okay if you don't value your own health but if you know it needs to change you need to attach it to something that you do highly value.
0: Everyone wants their kids to grow up feeling healthy, being healthy, being fit, being strong, you know, having um good nutritious food and all that. Yet they don't do the same. Would you would you buy anything where you thought that the person is offering you it? Is not doing the same. There's very few circumstances where you would. Would you go to a dentist, for example, who's got terrible teeth? Right? Or you saw him, you'd be like, why why am I here? Right? You wouldn't. You know, would you go? I mean, there's a lot of examples of that, but so why should your kids do that? That's what I, the question that I ask myself now is that I'm telling people, like clients and other people I speak to, to do stuff. Why should they do it? Okay, That's why I ask myself, why should they listen to me? I think maybe we talked about this on the podcast, I can't remember, but that's an important question to ask yourself. And quite often, I think that when people start on their health journey, they sometimes reach out to us and that makes them feel better. They then might start eating a little bit healthy over the next few days, which makes them feel better, which means that they don't need help anymore. But then guess what? A week later, they're in the same position. It's one of those things that like, Guys, if you just want to get a great body like and get all the benefits of that, of high energy, being able to take your top off, feel confident, feel strong, feel fit, feel healthy in work, with your family, with your friends, in life, in any challenges you want to do, in your workouts. If you want to demand more and be a leader, you need to just go out and fucking do it. Like, there's no, there's no other thing. With accountability, you can achieve absolutely incredible things. But without it, you'll probably stay stuck in the all or nothing cycle, the inconsistent cycle where you take action sometimes and then stop and then go again and then stop. That's just going to leave you feeling the way you are right now and probably worse for the rest of your life. Think about that. Do you want to feel like you do right now for the rest of your life? And that's it. And it.
1: That's end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Otherwise, we could probably keep ranting about this for a long time. As you know, this is uh, definitely something that we are super passionate about because we I think it frustrates us that we just see so many people coasting, being comfortable, when they always say that they want to do more. So yeah appreciate you all listening today and please like share and follow if this has been something that you have resonated with.